Welcome everybody to the Mob Mentality Podcast. This is the podcast made for moms of busy babies and who are looking to be inspired by other strong, very powerful women. And we have one of those women with us today, Miss Penny. So welcome. We're so excited to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Penny has been, I'll tell just a little bit of background. Penny has actually been in the Inner Anthem Academy with David and I for some time now and had some amazing results that we'll get into and be able to share, but such a powerful story and so much to be able to use to inspire other people. And I think just motivate other women to be able to that. Okay. You can do this. I did it and you can do it too. Have struggled since uh, probably 40 years old uh, with a lot of illnesses. Um, I've had cancer twice. I'm a survivor of breast cancer and a survivor of cervical cancer. Um, And, you know, and as a result of treatment and things like that, damaged my heart, you know, a multitude of things, have two autoimmune illnesses. So, you know, it it came to a point, especially after I had breast cancer, you know, I want to live and um, for my children and at that time, future grandchildren. And, you know, um, I stayed, started a weight loss journey back then, not with Anna Anna Anthem, but through my physician, total Mm -hmm. fail because I had cancer, I had cancer in 06, and then I had cancer again in 2014. And that cancer, I remember coming home going, what's the point? I'm gonna die from cancer, it's inevitable. I mean, that was my mindset. And you know, 200 pounds at that time, overweight. And struggled with different things tried dietitians through, you know, the heart hospital, things like that, and, you know, lose 45 pounds and right back. So one day I saw Inner Anthem and I gave you guys a call. And I remember um, telling David, this is it. I've told myself, if this doesn't work, then I am just going to be happy that I'm overweight for the rest of my life. That's where I was that day at the breakout session. And, but, you know, I told him, Hey, I'm that girl that gives 100%. And, you know, I'm one of those personalities that I have found out through the program that, you know, everything's got to be detailed and, um, you know, I don't deviate and, um, you know, and I'm very organized, things like that. So, you know, I started the program. Um, you know, all these years, weight loss has always, you know, and I'm 66 years old. Um, but that in itself can be extremely powerful and inspiring, along with everything else you've already said. I did not realize that losing the weight, getting healthy, you know, it's always been projected to me all my life that it's just about food. And I never thought it was about, I mean, I knew you needed to exercise. Okay. You know, most of us would probably say that's common sense. Oh, Mm -hmm. I need to walk more this, that, and the other. But I didn't realize how much the mental aspect of weight loss gets in your way. 
and and for me it did i have been made to feel guilty my whole life since a small child about my personality all my life i've been told i was um too caring too emotional uh, oh it doesn't have to be that perfect and you know like and you know that was as a child and then you know then the other reverse of that you know well you could have done better and you know i was giving it my all and you know and as a child just quickly just to kind of give you an extreme you know i made straight a's but i could have done better you yes. know i violin and competitions and you know i both neither of my parents have a musical background and i played for over 12 years and it was you could have played better and you know as a, i remember as a teenager going you don't even you don't even know what better is yeah so um so you know i've always made, been made to feel guilty about my personality you know then i grow up i work and work for the government i'm now retired and i worked with hiring people and getting people jobs, helping people with their benefits. And you do not know how many times I'd hear, you just cared too much about these employees. And you know, I started feeling guilty that I did. So- Feeling guilty because you care so much. Yes. And I mean, I mean, they acted like it was the most horrible thing. And you know, you would hear comments like, oh, she, did she mother you when she explained something to you, you know, about a benefit or whatever. But you know, uh, after being on this program, hey, I'm okay. That's me. That's the way I deal with things. Um, and you know, I'm Penny Bishop. I'm no, nobody else. I don't pretend to be anybody else. So for once in my life, and you know, I've been within her anthem two years now, as of this month, August, um, I, 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 I don't feel guilty about my personality and you know, my personality isn't a bad thing. I'm a, I'm a good person. I just deal with things differently than someone you know, like my husband, uh, I would say he's an A personality <laughs> and, you know, he deals with things and I'm learning that too. You know, other people deal with things differently than me. So, so that that's been huge in this journey. And then another thing I know, David and yourself, you guys put out the, out there the most motivational things and, you know, when you think about my age and what does a grandma know about sports, you know, David will send me these sports type. <laughs> and I, I told him, I said, Oh my gosh, I know this might be surprising, but I really do identify. But uh, I got to tell you, there was one, I can't remember the gentleman's name, but it was huge for me. And I tell myself this all the time. It's you versus you. I yes. can't find my what you know, I had troubled childhood. I mean, I wasn't in trouble, but you know, um, can't blame it on my mom. I can't blame it on, you know, a teacher. You can't blame it on your next door neighbor, your friend. It's it, you know, everything to do with me and this weight and how I think is me versus me. You know, I'm I'm 66. And so it's just huge for me. I tell myself all the time, it's you versus you. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've read a lot of books, you know, self-help books. 
uh, I just shared today on a group call about going neutral. It dawned on me today. I'm like, oh my God, I think I'm there. I'm neutral finally, uh, you know, in my thinking and approach. Yes. And um, becoming neutral can be extremely challenging to yeah. be in this, especially whenever you were brought up with this yo-yo of we need to be perfect or like, and you wanting to be perfect. And then people really tugging and pulling on your emotional strings. Right. Like, okay. You can always do better. Why didn't you give more? And you're like, where in the world? Like it's one extreme or the other. Right. And think about if you had that skill set at even a young age to be able to be more neutral. And I think that's just so powerful is for people to realize like, you don't have to be super excited and happy all the time. And right. you don't have to be negative Nancy and think of everything in the most negative way possible. Like, can we look at the situation from a very neutral standpoint? Right. Right. And I, I mean, I, when uh, 15 minutes from now, did any of that matter? Was it worth all of that? No. And you know, the apathy for me, I know that I've said this quite a bit is I was to the point when I started this journey you know, that, I mean, in the past, I've been, what's the point? Because I'm going to right back where I was. You know, I can say in this two years, I'm not back where I was. I'm very, very proud of that. I've lost, I lost a hundred pounds in like nine months. And Incredible. Yeah, and lost a total of 132. And one thing that's huge for me of anyone that knows me and I shared a little bit in the beginning, you know, I have two autoimmune diseases. I have RA, I have Graves disease, which is hyperthyroid. And as a result of my chemo treatment, I have a heart pacemaker. And, you know, I started out on 22 medications, medications. And several weeks ago, in, in fact, it was three weeks ago, I am only on three. Oh my gosh. We, we need to all just clap for you. I'm like, I have to clap for you. Everybody else listening, clap. That's amazing. 22 <laughs> down to three. Yes. And, you know, I mean, I, you know, I, I go to the heart hospital and I mean, I was dancing out of there. I was so excited. David was the first I told. <laughs> I go, oh my gosh, this is just huge. It's just huge. So, you know, I've turned my huge. totally around. Um, you know, all my, my labs, uh, you know, I've had high blood pressure, cholesterol's never, you know, it's the good cholesterol that I could never, it was, I always forget if it, if it's bad, if it's too low or too high, I always get it and the bad cholesterol mixed up. But this is the first time since I was 40 that my good cholesterol, I mean, the doctor told me, he goes, you are dead center in between the parameters we want someone to be. And I go, you're kidding. And I mean, I literally want to frame that particular lab report. <laughs> we want to frame medical reports. How awesome is that? And, and put it up because, you know, you know, all my illnesses, Seisha, were so hard on my family. Cancer was so hard. You know, my daughters, uh, I have three children. There's a 10-year span between my two daughters and my son. He's my youngest. 
And so when I had cancer the first time, you know, he was starting high school. He went to my chemos because, you know, they were during the summer when uh, I started chemo. And, you know, cancer, the thyroid, uh, this RA of immobility uh, was so devastating for my family. And, you know, I was always that one, though. I went, you know, I mean, like we are a hunting family. We go hunting. Yes. For three months. And I would be out there with my family in a walker, using a walker out in the woods, trying to be engaged. And, you know, I know I slowed my family down because, you know, they'd walk slower with me because, you know, I fell several times tripping, you know, because you're in the woods walking through grass. Yeah. That's all so grass. hard. And, you know, I, I hunted from a ground blind. I didn't climb nothing. And, you know, but I wanted to be out there with my family. And, and you know, I did that for years. We'd go to the lake. I mean, everyone, I, you know, my family never complained. But, you know, you could just see the look on their face. Oh, gosh, it's going to take mom 25 minutes to get on the boat, you know, when we go to the lake in the summer. And so, you know, I always kind of describe myself as the grandma sitting on the porch watching everyone have fun. It's that way with my two daughters. And, you know, I have to say, 10 months into this, I climbed a plateau here in Oklahoma. And, you know, my daughter went with me, my middle child, and she goes, Mom, do you really want to do this? And I go, yes, I have this. You know, you have a bucket list in life. For me, yes. it was a bucket list through my journey of getting healthy. And so, you know, it's steep stairs. And we climbed these stairs. And, you know, we had never done this. We had watched people, she and I. But I, we didn't even realize till we went up these stairs that the last 10 foot of it, you have to rock climb. Oh, my gosh. And now you have a rail. But, you know, you got to have strength to pull yourself up with this rail. But anyway, when I made it to the top, oh, my gosh, if if I could, if, you know, I, I'm technology challenged, but if I could have played that Rocky theme. That was you, Rocky. Stairs and raises his hand. That was me. But I did the hands, but, you know, I didn't have the music. But I felt like Rocky, okay, up on that top and then um following year i did the same thing with my oldest daughter who came in from california and this year i'm going to do it with that baby boy of mine uh, how incredible <laughs> my 30 year old we're going to climb it and with my granddaughter uh my granddaughter in this journey um i just can't explain you know you always as moms as a grandmother you always want to set a good example and, you know, none of us are perfect. I know I'm not perfect, but I just really hoped, I do not wish my weight problems and the lack of controlling my behaviors and, you know, my mental outlook. I just don't want my grandchildren, but, you know, especially my granddaughter to go through that. So, you know, it's been huge for me this this summer, you know, when I lost all this weight, you're going to laugh, but I went out and bought like 16 bathing suits. That's incredible. 
Well, and what's really funny, they're two-piece. I have not worn a two-piece in probably my 30s, maybe 20s. And here you are, 66, wearing a two-piece. Yeah. And, you know, there's some hanging skin there, but I'm embracing it. You know, I'm old. I mean, I keep, of course, age is just a number. Well, you've worked extremely hard for that loose skin. Yes, yes. And that's what I, I keep telling myself that, but this is so funny. This, just two weeks ago, we had our grandkids. We took them to the lake. We go every summer. I mean, we just started with them though this year. And we get to the swimming area of the lake. And, you know, we're putting on the life jackets on the kids, telling them, go ahead and go out. And they go, Grammy, are you coming? Because you have a bathing suit, don't you? And I go, yeah, yeah, just go on. I'll be out there. Well, then I decide to get in and I take off my T-shirt. Okay, that's huge uh, to even show my midriff. And I walk out and my two grandchildren, they're nine and seven, a boy and a girl, their mouths were wide open. First of all, they go, you really do own a bathing suit. (laughs) Yes. And they go, wow. And they go, Grammy. And this is my granddaughter. She goes, Grammy, I'm really proud of you that you took your t-shirt off. And of course, you know, I wanted to cry, but I, but you know, I, I, the old penny probably would have got emotional and started bawling, but I was smiling like crazy because that just made me, because, you know, they talk about truthful, a child can be honest. And, you know, that was an honest, honest um, statement she made. And then I started swimming and they, my grandson, you're not drowning, are you? Because I'm underwater. And they go, you can swim? And I go, yes, I used to swim a lot when I was young. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I hadn't. And I mean, Seisha, I probably hadn't swam in, okay, 20, 30 years, at least not with, you know, the grandkids. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's just been huge. How incredible. It's like they're getting, because they, I mean, your kids and now even your grandkids, like they're amazed at these things that you're doing, but it's like they never got to know this side of you. I and know. It's not even just about losing weight. And I think that's what's so powerful is like you right. lost the weight, but losing the weight and developing this mindset in order to allow you to continue your process to right. work through these behaviors. Right. I'm sure like these limiting beliefs and sabotage and all all those things that follow all of us along. It's like they're getting to know this whole different side of you and create so many memories. Right. And, you know, I can't, if I could share with anyone this feeling, I just can't quit smiling about it. And I'm really proud of myself. And, you know, I know that, you know, I've went through weight loss and, you know, there, there's the weight loss and there's wellness and then there's, you know, getting physically fit. I would have never dreamed. I don't even think when I was in my 20s, I'm getting physically fit. I am one of those people I always wanted to be. And, you know, and I've always, when I was younger, I exercised and, you know, I took dance lessons as a little girl up through high school, ballet, tap, all of that. 
and was very good at it. So, you know, I was always active and I swam. I swam and taught swimming lessons. <laughs> That's what's yeah. funny. And, um, and so, you know, I've always enjoyed that. And I think, why did I quit? But, you know, it was those, you know, I kept hearing, you know, I wasn't good enough. Oh, no, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do this. And I'm, I'm not that. I'm, I'm not that thinking person any longer. And, if you um, don't mind me asking, what what were some of those behaviors now being able to like take a, you know, a good step back and reflecting and looking back? It's like what you were very healthy, like you said, all through high school. And then it just kind of, you know, came this decline after there. What type of unhealthy behaviors, what things were you carrying around that you notice now that impacted where you where you got to basically right well you know of course with my childhood you know it with my mom um you know i was an only child so um you know it was constant constant i didn't do anything right I, it wasn't that way with my dad. I was a daddy's girl. So, you know, I was kind of a, you know, a tomboy. I lost my dad. He died of a massive heart attack, was found at work when I was 20, a week before I got married. The first oh, wow. I've been married twice. So before my uh, first marriage, I mean, he literally died a week and a half before I got married. And, you know, I had guilt about that. But, you know, I didn't cause his heart attack, you know, but I mean, I had a lot of guilt with that. And then, you know, I left home. I left Oklahoma. I married a military man who was in the Navy and we moved to California. And so, you know, I, I left my mom. I had guilt about that. So I had a lot of guilt. Okay. Then, you know, I, I mean, I'm that 20-year-old. I was drinking wine on the beach, drinking beer. It's not important to me anymore. I don't need that drink to relax. You it's know? all the work that you've done on the men mental side of things. Yes, yeah. And, but, you know, it, it's just, uh, I would say I, I would describe guilt. And, you know, then I remarry uh, in my, uh, when I was 30, and married a wonderful man that had a daughter. So, you know, we converged, you know, I had a daughter, he had a daughter and I started getting sick, never sick a day in my life as a child. I never had any childhood diseases. 40 okay. years old, it started, I had to have my tonsils out and then it's been downhill, you know, as far as my health since then. Yes. And then, you know, I had cancer. So, and, you know, like on our call, we just had, you talk about fear of just different things that happen. Well, you know, there was fear with cancer. There was fear. Oh my God, how much is this going to cost? Cause you know, I mean, I worked, you know, I had a job and I worked for the government. I had health insurance, but you know, you hear how costly chemo was because I yes. had and I had like six months of the harshest chemo, I, you know, I, and you know, I was one, that's how I approached cancer. I said, okay, you're only going to get me once here. So let's do 
the most harshest chemo there is and the most aggressive radiation. And then I had to take a five-year drug, you know, after that. And so I did the most extreme, but grace of God, I didn't get sick once. So I didn't have the sickness with chemo, but you know, I mean, just scarred because, you know, I went through that whole period thinking, oh my God, I'm going to die. But you know, I didn't miss work. That that's the person. But you know, I'm a whore, you know my personality. I mean, I cared so much about that job yes. that I didn't miss work even when I had chemo. I didn't miss work when I had radiation. And you know, radiation. I'm I'm just going to be transparent. It peels your skin off, and you know, breast cancer. And you know, I had a very um, public oriented job, you know, where I had to meet with people and dress nice and, and things like that. So just a lot, there's just been a lot of fear and feeling like I was disappointing people. And, you know, I think I did that with my cancer. I thought, oh, I'm bringing on so much onto my husband, my children. I've always been told, gosh, you're such a survivor. And I am, I mean, I've survived cancer twice. And luckily, the second cancer was contained. Surgery, it was contained. Grace of God, I haven't, I have not been sick since. And you've um, only gotten, I mean, so much healthier. And like oh, you said, you're on this this spectrum when we do. It's like we talk about this continuum all the time. And it's like you went from being literally sick, sick to now it's like you are fit. And I think it's pretty incredible to even be able to share with other people. It's like. Even now, what does your workout routine look like? Like you, how many days a week are you working out? Like I know well, you push yourself above and beyond, but just being able to share that. Yes, I have a dream that I am. I'm on that path to fitness, and um, and you know I have to keep pinching myself. Okay, <laughs> yes, it really is me, Penny. You, you know, it's you, it's you. But uh, re resistance training that David assigns me each week. And, you know, I was walking a lot um, at our park uh, here in uh, the town I live in. And then I thought, okay, he keeps telling me I need this lean muscle mass, work on this, work on that as far as lean muscle mass. So, I mean, I'm constantly looking at exercises you post and that David posts and I was doing kind of setting up my own workouts on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So, you know, I work out seven days a week. Uh, I just had a schedule change of watching grandbabies all summer. And, you know, it's like I'm a school teacher. Okay, I'm back in school today. So, you know, I'm back to it. And, you know, that's something else. Uh, I haven't done a jumping jack in Lord knows how long. And I remember, I'm like a little kid, Sasha, that um, a workout a couple of weeks ago, I was able to jump off the ground and clap my hands over my head. Now, you know, when I was younger, that was no issue. I could do them right and left, setups, things like that. And I remember texting you guys going, oh, my God, I did, I did a jump. Look what I did, yes. And I was so excited and I thought, oh my goodness. And then, you know, I catch myself, you know, going up and down stairs. I don't have to take them where I step on one, 
both feet, step on the next one, both feet. I'm alternating, going upstairs. Uh, I got a bike and I'm riding a bike. Got a kayak. I've been kayaking um, and gosh, no stopping me. I, I'm a, my next venture, and that's why I'm really working hard on the resistance training. My husband asked me this year, would you like for me to enter you into a draw hunt, elk hunting? Well, the thing with the elk hunting, and you know, it's here in Oklahoma at the Wichita Mountain Refuge, uh, flat granite top rock type rocks. And I go, oh my gosh, I said, I, 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 I've committed to myself, my goal. I said, uh, let me train <laughs> for this year <laughs> to even get stronger. That That's going to be incredible. Being out there by myself with the buffalo <laughs> and the elk and go elk hunting. But It's um, going to be amazing. That, right. And I love that you have that, these big goals. You know, yeah. and that even now, how awesome is it to be able to I mean, even for your husband to see it's like you're fully capable and like to have that confidence and even push you like he knows you're looking for it right well you know he you know he's worked on airplanes and things all his life but you know every now and then he has a bad back but there'll be something that needs to be lifted and i cannot believe i'll tell him move out of my way let me get it <laughs> And I'm doing it. And then, you know, like buying 50 pound bags of dog food, they'll say, ma'am, do you need help with this? And ask me, he goes, oh man, please let me help you. And I go, oh no, no, I got it. Well, he was out getting baskets and I'm just picking two pounds of 50 pound bags and throwing them in the car. And he goes, oh my gosh, my mom isn't that strong and you're a grandma. And I go, oh. I told that young man, I said, I could just hug you. <laughs> you made That's me. amazing. But, um, I, I just can't stress. I, I mentally, physically, and you know, I mean, as far as my health, everything is just absolutely awesome. And I, I just wish everyone could feel like I do. And, you know, young people, oh my goodness, it wasn't hard to lose weight. It's not hard to do the workouts. And I mean, here I am, I have barbells in our garage. We've invested money in buying different gym equipment. And you know, I'm up to the other day, I was doing a deadlift and I went from just bending over with the bar. I had like 68 pounds, you know, on the barbell. And then I think, God, I could do more, you know, but, uh, and, you know, I'm pushing myself and it's, it's, it's not hard. What it's, an incredible feeling. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I want you, so I want you to be able to share with someone that is, I mean, think about when you, when you started, it's just, you know, like that mental state that you were in the not knowing, you know, it's like, okay, what's my next step? What would you tell somebody? What would be just three strategies that you would even give them from your own personal experience in your journey that have made such a significant difference. Like what would you tell them to, to start doing in order to just be healthier? Um, you got to put yourself first, then get the help you need. And, you know, I talk about inner Anthem Academy to people all the time. And, you know, people know every weight thing I've tried 
and but you know i i tell them i said you know you get yourself in it i mean totally 100% put yourself in it you know you're worth it you're you're worth putting that effort in follow the nutrition uh when i need help i ask for it and you That's know you know with remote people working remote these days i think it's awesome to find a trainer a coach that is there for you and you guys are there for me and you know from day one when i started two days later i suddenly was thrown into a situation to where uh i was going to an anniversary party and I panicked. I literally panicked and boxer David, oh my God, I'm at this restaurant. <laughs> what do I do? And then immediately got back with me. Okay. Everything was good. So, you know, just, you, you gotta, I, I don't understand. I don't understand anyone that want wouldn't want to invest in themselves. Yes. No matter what. Yep. And, you know, you cannot put a, um, I don't know if I'm wording this quickly, but you know, a price on your health, your well-being, being the best mom you can be, the best spouse, the best friend, you know, the best you. and things like that. So it's got yeah. to yourself. And, yep. um, That's and great advice. And, you know, I share this has worked for me and I know it will work for anyone. I know it will. It's I agree with you. It's that level of making yourself a priority because it's so easy to not make ourselves a priority with everything else going on. It's like make yourself a priority. Know that you're worth it. Right. Like we all struggle with that mental block of, you know, am I really worth this time, energy, resources? And we have a lot of this guilt of taking away from our families or is it spending money on ourselves? That's something bigger or more long-term or that we're not actually getting like instant results from it can be really easy to spend money on a, a, some type of procedure. Right. And we get to see results the next day, but spending something money on something that actually requires you to put in work and effort. Right. And, but the rewards are so fantastic. And right. the big growth that you've had is, Absolutely incredible. So I love that advice. And then even being able to say, if someone listening feels like, oh my gosh, I can relate to Penny in so many different ways. And I have that similar personality, even like you just said, put, put pen to paper, get, start journaling, do things so you can actually look at your behaviors, look at your thought process, track what you're eating, just so you can be able to see it. I love that. It's very, it's very simple. Right. It's very easy to follow. I love that. So if you don't mind. Reach out to me on Facebook. I, you know, I'm on there as Penelope Bishop and in parentheses Morrison, because, you know, that was yeah. my name. A lot of people reach out to me on Facebook. I mean, I don't mind sharing my story, my struggle. And I'm sure, you know, when you listen to other people's stories, you go, oh, yeah, I that same thing yeah. happened to me. Yeah. And Yes, sure. That'd be awesome. Well, thank you. I will put that in our description of our show as well. And Penny, thank you for sharing so much about your journey. And I I hope just being able to touch somebody that feels like they are going through so many similar even health struggles 
or at a certain phase or point in their life that they're like, you know, is it too late for me? Or, you know, is this worth it? It is. It's totally worth it. You're completely, you deserve it. And being able to really embrace that and know that and create so many wonderful new memories with your family and your grandkids that they will never forget because that's truly incredible. So thank you, Penny, very much. Thank you.